Hey, 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 guys. Welcome back to Plant Talks. Proudly, proudly again, presented by Unk Entertainment. So today is a little bit good and a little bit different. Today I have my first, first, first guest with me. You feel me? Um, that is Christina. I will get to her in a split second. Give you guys a little bit of a backstory here. Uh, I met Christina about 10 years ago. You can hear her moving back there. She's moving. Um, I met her about 10 years ago. She was dating a friend of mine. I don't really fuck with him no more, but y'all know how that is. Um, so Tina, say hello. Why, hello there. Yes, 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 yes. So um, today I was uh, over here with her trying to get this podcast recording done or whatever, and we figured out that it's just not good for computers. The phones just do it all. So I'm going to ask, I'm going to have some very candid discussion with Tina. I'm going to ask her some questions, you know, try to get my feet wet with this whole interview thing or whatever. I don't know. You feel me? I'm going to try with this. So with that being said, I got to scroll and find my own shit today. So I know it's been long. Um, this is more difficult than I thought, but that's okay because we're going to get through it. right exactly exactly okay 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 here we go good question for you tina all right what do you think is more important relationship or money say it one more time okay what do you think is more important in a relationship respect or money like respect like do you respect me yeah, like which one do you like? Like which one is uh, higher in your in your personal opinion in a relationship? One hundred percent respect. I mean, money is helpful, but I mean, what good is money if you don't respect someone? I mean, respect goes so far. Not to mention, like, how many different ways can you respect or disrespect somebody versus how many ways can you just like buy them things? I feel that. That makes a lot of sense. See, I was like more of one where I was like, I was like, I figured out this question last night. And I'm like, boom, I'm going to hit her with this one because I asking, because I know, uh, as you know, I have a lot of female friends. And so it's a, it's a common topic that comes up because I know a lot of girls who are very monetarily, um, you know, uh, lax with their, when it comes to their, um, their companions, like they, you know, have no problem spending excess money on their boyfriends or their boyfriend not really bringing in much money. So it always presents that question to me, like, what, you know, what's that about? Well, Um, I mean, in my opinion, I mean, honestly, like, yeah, money is one thing, but like in the, in, in the situation, like, let's say like your guy is, out of a job he doesn't have the money to spend right now but like hey he knew that you had a hard day he went ahead and he cooked dinner and he cleaned up whatever the hell it was that you had to come home and clean up like that's respect that's something that is important he didn't have the money but he respected you about it now i just don't see how it plays out in the other hand like where like oh he's got money but he doesn't respect you like he goes out and he throws money at strip clubs and he spent all this money on all these other people and all these other like women but he comes home and just does nothing does nothing around the home does nothing for you I mean obviously like there's only one way that can go in my mind I mean 
it doesn't go both ways on on both sides. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. See, I don't. Yeah, I'm not like uh, I always stress to female friends of mine about boyfriends. I'm like, bro, you can't be having no lazy nigga, bro. Like, you cannot. <laughs> yeah, like you can't. Man, he don't. Well, he don't do nothing, bro. Nah, bro. Or he sits around. He plays a video game, man. You better tell him to get his ass up and do something. For real. But yeah, okay. Next question. Next question. How has this? You know, with last year with the lockdown and all that stuff or whatever, it, I feel like it's it affected everybody in a different way. So how, how did the COVID lockdown affect you? Oh, shit. Well, I mean, I'm a hairstylist. I'm actually the manager at my shop. But, I mean, they shut us down here in Ohio and everything. So that shit did affect me. I mean, they closed us down. I could not work. Yeah, sure. I went ahead and I applied for unemployment, which I never in my life thought I would do. But all the benefits that they acted like were going to happen as soon as you applied for unemployment, they just never actually kicked in for a long time. I don't know about anybody else, but for yeah. me personally, I, I was rocking straight unemployment, like for the whole month and a half, maybe out of two months. And then once the stimulus hit, I think that was the first $600 extra on that like benefit that I got. So, I mean, like, in the end, I I was just living every week. I mean, it takes three weeks to get your first unemployment. And even still, your unemployment is only, like, if you're lucky, $200. So, I went from making, I don't even know, like, three or four times that. Maybe. I'm terrible at math. Don't quote me on that. But, like, <laughs> I, $200, $200 a week is not even going to be close to being able to like afford my bills and the worst part was that I had to once I did go back to work try and go back into my leasing office and renew my lease and of course they want to see my pay stub well my pay stub obviously I I have the one where it was cut short where they shut us down and then I have the one where we just reopened and then the one before, like the one after that. So obviously they were about to tell me I'm not approved for my new lease, which was a problem. And I had to argue with them like, no, Hey, like I just got off of a shutdown. Like this was not my decision. I'm still making the same money. I have the same job. Like what the hell? Luckily they were able to go back and relook at things, but yeah, right, no, I mean, right. that shit was hard. And honestly, whenever they were threatening it this summer, or at least towards the end of summer, they were threatening, like, shutting us down again. I was honestly telling myself and everybody that would even ask me, I am not going back on unemployment. I am not doing that shit again. I will just go do drywall standing and get a weekly paycheck. Like, I will go buy some carts, some work boots. I don't care. I will find something else to do until then. Damn, that, that like I feel that that's like a to me that shows a lot of drive and a lot of like like anti like having this to to you know um how they say it like have the government as a crutch you know what I mean does that yep. make sense yeah so like it like I think like I think that's sweet as fuck because a lot of people I noticed they were like um like that weren't particularly affected that much they're like okay yeah I can just get unemployment and actually like I would. Like when I when it all first started, I was like, you know, in the mix of drinking, drugging, all that stuff. And I didn't even know you could get six hundred dollars extra a month. You know, what I mean, my roommate at the time or week, my roommate at the time, he knew this is right when the stimulus check first happened. And I'm like, 
everybody's copping this money. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? But see, my priorities was fucked up, though. You know what I mean? So I'm well, like, I mean, that's like they were all saying that shit on Facebook and everything that I was looking at. They were all like mad at anybody. Like you said you were on employment. You were laid off. They all got mad at you because like you were supposedly getting all this free money. And I, I just kept sitting there looking at this shit like at home in my apartment, you know, because I'm not doing anything. I'm just like reading all this shit online. Like, why the fuck do they, why are they mad at me for doing this shit when I'm not getting this money? And then I find out that, oh, you didn't get the money? You were supposed to. Well, I didn't. Oh, well, then they should have back paid it to you. Well, they didn't. Oh, okay. Well, you know, whatever. So then everyone's just mad at everyone laid off because they're getting all this extra money that not everyone did. And I don't feel like no one talks, I don't feel like anybody talks about that. But like not everybody was getting this boo-hoo money that was supposedly being paid out the whole time. Yeah, I definitely, you know, see, I can, that's an interesting point, point of view, because like, I, I see the opposite aspect. I saw, I see a lot of people that were getting it. And then that were, mm-hmm. that were basically like taking advantage of the, of the, of the whole process yep. with PAU unemployment and the regular unemployment or whatever. And I'm like, okay. But then people, like you said, people are coming down your throat for what's ever happening with them and their unemployment. And it's like, that's not particularly your fault. But I also saw a lot of situations where people were delayed a lot. Like me, when I first applied for mine, it was right when I started, when I went to the recovery center. And um, it, I, I kept filing it every single week. And it was, it took months for it to actually give me my money. But I had to keep on um, like filing. And then I finally called them one day and they were like, oh, it's a little glitch. And they they retroacted my money. See, that's what you said. They should have gave you the money back. They, you know what I mean? That's what they did with me. They gave it all back. But I had, by that point, I only got the one week with $600, the three weeks with $300, and then back down to 160 or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, so like, um, yeah, but on with the next thing, on to the next question. Um, when are you going to let me ask something? Hey, bud, like I got some stuff for you too. Hey, that's in the next segment. I got you. I got you. We got this. We in there. We in there. <laughs> no, I love that. That was nice. <laughs> um, so okay, with okay, with with um, you know, we got a new president right now with Joseph R. Biden. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And a Democratic ran Senate and well, tied Democratic Republican Senate in the P- Democratic House. Like, what do you think about the state of our our country right now politically? Oh, my God. Okay, so politically, I mean, my personal opinion, uh, the government has been broken. The government has been broken in the sense that the government is basically built of a bunch of individuals that were elected to go into this office to be our voice. If you have 10 people that want to say something and you select one person to be the voice of 10 people, why the hell is one person not saying the same thing that the majority of those 10 people are saying? If six and four people are voting against each other, what I, I, the whole thing is broken. But, I mean, there's a lot of problems anymore where it's like, I mean, you could go into so many options here. Like the Electoral College, it was built around the whole idea that we have to take power away from the southern states because they have too many people and most of them are slaves because at the time, whenever the electoral college was being made, like it was made around the time where, you know, there were a lot of slaves and they didn't want them to have the power to vote because they knew that they wouldn't vote the way that they wanted them to vote. So then they had to make the electoral college. So that's obviously a problem. Then you have the whole thing where 
Democrats versus Republicans. Everything is so hard left, hard right. There's no room for anybody to even be remotely close to a middle ground. Because if you're not hard left, then you're not one of these options. If you're not hard right, then you're not one of these options. So, I mean, there are so many people in this nation that as soon as you label yourself blue or red, you are demonized regardless of what you say. But then there are so many things that are just absolutely... I don't know. They're just, they're just forgotten. Like, I mean, the constitution, they, if people want to bring up the constitution all the time and be like, well, the constitution says this. Okay. Well, the constitution also says other things, but no one ever wants to know that. Yeah. I feel that the, it's a, like you, I definitely agree with what you're saying. A lot of most everything you just said, I agree with, like, I do think we're dealing with a broken system and they don't even know what to try to do or even they want to like fix it. And like, it causes a problem because I, as I noticed in the past conversations, I mean, you've had over the past few days, we're pretty centered. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Would that be fair? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a hard thing to say that there is a center just because everybody believes that there is a one or a wrong way to be. But yeah, no, I mean, if there ever was like a gray area, like me and you, we gray. <laughs> right. Yeah, I feel that definitely. I'm on that because. Like, I'll be seeing stuff that's from the white, the, from the you know, from the the hard uh, hard right, and I'll be like, oh, you motherfuckers, just crazy. Then I see something. But then at the same time, like you yeah. see that other shit from the left, like what if you hard left? You'd be like, okay, now calm down, hang on. Right, right, right. So sit down, sit down for two seconds, bro. You, I, I feel what you're yeah. saying, but you're coming off a little strong right now. Like, oh. but so, um. Yeah, I'm like as like that's one thing I really enjoyed about um, our interaction is that um, that we both are really politically inclined people because some people find politics to be boring and benign and all that stuff and I'm like this shit gets me I love this shit like wait I mean I'm personally like whenever anybody like even at, like when I'm talking to a client at work and they ask me anything about politics like low key even and I want to like throw some shit at them real quick they're like oh you sound very informed. I'm like, yeah, because I live in a country where there is a government. So I should clearly know what the hell is going on. Because honestly, if you don't know what is going on in your country, you don't know what's going on with you. You don't know what's going on with your life, with your family. You don't know what's going on with your future. Like, how the fuck do you function? I understand not wanting to listen to the news because you think it's all bad news. But like, how do you not know what the hell is going on? I'm, that's that is my big thing that is a huge thing with me where because i've always like most of my life that's why i don't use the term woke because i hate that when people tell me stay woke that that implies that i've never been <laughs> and trust me i i you know i've been that mind i've been enlightened my entire life so it's like and i just i feel this exact same way i don't understand how people don't want to know what's going on and and a lot of it comes down to i feel like especially in um a lot of inner city it's about it's a there's a it's a thought process of if it don't involve my day-to-day life, I don't give a fuck. And a lot of, I feel like a lot of millennials are like that. You know, it's yeah. like, if we, yeah, it's like, if it don't affect me right now, then I don't give a shit. And it's like, but this is, it's affecting the whole country. But it do. Yeah. They're acting like it ain't, but it do do. Yes. <laughs> I, I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait to use that on here. I was like, yeah. Like, you knew, you know, I wanted to say it, but you know, I can't articulate that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, actually it still twists my tongue but sometimes like it and it it works with 
like the most random shit ever. And I, I love using it on people. Like I'll be like, oh, well, you're not gonna aim for the doobie. Stop that. But you make it seem effortless. Thank you. Um, but like so like with the I think also like I think one thing when it comes to politics is that they, I try to implore people to to vote on state and local stuff too. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, well, big one. yeah. If you're not if you're not worried about the national election, how about you worry about the the city council, the mayor, the governor, all that stuff or whatever? And like, cause that's where that stuff is affecting you every single day. So. Yeah. See, that's that, the problem is that the people think that they only need to vote for a president. Well, the president is usually someone who was elected into, like, state government, and then they got an up from there, and then they go to presidential elections. So, I mean, very rarely is it ever anybody who just randomly said, hey, I woke up today and I want to be the president, and I'm just going to run for president. And so... If you don't focus on who is in charge of your state, in charge of your town, even just your mayor, I mean, who is your mayor? I mean, that's a very like I hate to say it, but like that's a that's a minor election. I, I hate saying that, but it, it is a minor election. Like it. Yeah, but like even though it's a minor election, like that's a big deal because that mayor may end up trying to become governor. And now they're going to run the whole state. And then that governor may want to run to be president and run the whole nation. And if you didn't stop them before they became mayor, you didn't do anything. It's like I had a, uh, I had an ex-boyfriend or I have an ex-boyfriend. And whenever we were together, back when like Trump was uh, elected, like, I'm not going to lie. Like I did not vote for Trump the first time. Okay. I, the first time Trump was uh-huh. running, like I uh-huh. did not vote for him. I will, I will just go ahead and say that right there. Hate me. I don't give a shit. <laughs> right. Right. But here's the thing. He did not vote for him either. Not only that, but he did not vote for anybody. He voted for not anyone. He did not vote. And so every single time that this motherfucker would start talking shit about Trump, whether it was a joke or it was actually about a real thing that he did or said, I would just shut that shit down real quick. Because in my opinion, here's what I would tell this guy. I'd be like, you know what? You need to just shut the fuck up right, right now. He's like, what's your problem? You don't like me? And I'm like, no, I do not like him. But at the same time, I did not vote for him. He's like, well, I didn't vote for me. I'm like, yeah, but you didn't vote for anybody. Which means that because you did not cast a vote, you do not get a say in anything that happens. Thank you. Thank you. If you do not vote, then you do not get to talk shit about anything. Your vote is the one most important thing that you have as an American. When you are an American, you can vote. I don't care if you vote for a fucking blueberry pancake. I don't care. I don't care if you vote for a blueberry waffle or a blue waffle. I don't care. I don't care. Vote, motherfucker. It's the one thing you have. I feel that. I'm so on that because I will, like, that is my biggest thing to say to people when I'm there. I'm like, I'm like, I'll say something about any political person or whatever. Somebody be like, well, they're this and they're that. They're all corrupt and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, who'd you vote for? I didn't vote because fuck it. It don't matter anyway. That that thought process is the most fucked up thing to be an American, to literally think that your vote does not count. You know what I mean? That's, that's, it, it they, it's, if you don't, like I said, if you don't, that's the only time you're actually exercising your right as an American to have to, to enact change on something. So why would you not want your voice to be heard loud and clear? It, it, it gets confused. It perplexes me 
where so many people have so much to say, but when it comes down to, to, to election day, they're just like, well, fuck that. I ain't doing that. I'm just like, like what? That's like or, or when Obama ran for president. They act, they went out in, in, in just crazy in the inner city, busing people to, to, um, to, to, to mm-hmm. polls and like in like yep. city, Chicago, LA, all types of places because there was a they were making it happen exactly because they were they had realized that that not there's not even 30 percent of african-american people actually fucking vote because they don't think that their vote matters and unfortunately that's not just their mindset that's actually also a fact i'm not i'm not saying that like their vote doesn't matter but it is actually set up that way to where it is that way that, I mean, like I said, like the Electoral College being set up back in like 17, 1600, whatever the fuck it was. Again, numbers, whether it's history or math, I hate them. But the Electoral <laughs> College was set up as a way to stifle the potential votes coming from enslaved or recently freed slaves. So, I mean, if you think about it, like this, every time that they say anything about the African-American population not being able to vote, or they're doing things that are making it impossible for the African-American population to vote. Sometimes they can come off on the media like as, well, that doesn't sound like it's stopping them. I mean, there are still polling options for them to go vote. So why can't they go vote? Because they're literally, like they're restricting the hours in certain areas where, the population is heavily African-American because they are restricting staffing where it is heavily African-American. They are making it that way. And sometimes they do recognize it. And there are those people that are like, we got to make this happen. We got to get it done. We got to get buses out there. We got to do this. And then there are people in power who also do things that go out and say like, we got to shut this down. We have to restrict the uh, the staffing numbers on this. We have to do all that. Yeah, it's like it's weird because like it's strange, and I appreciate so much that that you can actually view this and understand this and not see this as, as like some conspiracy or like like oh my god, that's not happening. But that's the reality that we live in. That's the reality we live in is in America. You know what I mean? Like that is just flat out like okay. 100% what it is, and it's like. It, it's strange, and I, I'm a very big person on trying to on trying to convince more African American people to be more in tune with politics. Because I'm just like, look, bro, like these things are affecting you every single day. Like you, mm-hmm. these stuff, and like there's a I, I, I tell people all the time, I'm like, there's a channel that's just devoted to passing laws. Fucking C-SPAN. It's boring, but you at least know what's going on because they call they call the uneducated voter the dumbest person in America. I've seen so many articles mm-hmm. that says that, or the undecided voter. You know what I mean? Like because it's like, well, you know, you hear this, you hear that, and you just vote for anything without looking for it. Like I, like, yeah, they basically just they basically just act like you're no one, you don't matter, you're not a part of my numbers that push my agenda. So who cares about you? Definitely. Even though you are the most valuable fucking voter, because if you have not sided with one or the other. You are the most valuable voter. And whenever it comes down to making a debate schedule, they will want to schedule those debates in the areas where there are the most undecided voters because they know that that's where they need to go in there and try and convince you because they know that you are valuable. 
but in any other context, you are nothing. You mean nothing. You're just an uneducated, uncollege scholared person. And if you never went to college, you don't have any fucking education. You're a dumbass. And also, yeah, you don't know who you're going to go for. I guess you're just stupid and we don't care about you. I think, I think, uh, while, while I don't, while I don't disagree with what you just said, you know what I mean, like the, that, that sentiment or whatever, I do think that it's, it's an important thing for us to not feel that way. You know what I mean? For us to not oh, feel that way. Of course like not. That. We can't. Right. Because we have to fucking think that, obviously, we have to think that our vote matters. Just because I may not know who I want to vote for, it doesn't mean... I'm not voting for anybody or I'm an idiot and I can't see the obvious. I mean, it does. It, it, that's the thing is that they always think that I'm hard right. It's obvious. or I'm hard left. It's obvious. And it's not obvious to someone who can see both sides of a situation. It's not. And you also have to do that whole disgusting conversation with yourself, you know, in your bed at night where it's just you alone double-edged sword like what's the worst or the lesser of two people like and that's the worst definitely definitely when you literally feel like that that you got like uh, the way i look at it you know you got the super packs where like you have you're you're just you're you're forced to pick between two people when you have people like bernie or other people that 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 can't get nowhere near the funding to 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 campaign like these people do Mm -hmm. you don't get if the third party i i actually watched the first third party debate ever debate like five years ago and like it had like seven mm-hmm. people in it and it, it was sweet it was the first time it had ever happened and it was just, it was so much more exciting than than the than the regular debate because you just get a, a different perspective and that's what like that's what i i appreciate but um so <clears throat> i'm gonna end this segment and we're gonna get on to the next one you feel me oh, man you can you can hit me with the questions or whatever you feel me so i'm gonna hit this I'm going to hit the stop button, and we're going to see what goes from there. Stick with Okay, so that was my first show with having a guest on it or whatever. And like um, like I said, you know what I mean? It's a work in progress or whatever. I definitely want to get down to more of a, a steady interview style with people or whatever so I can, like, um, you know, have more people on. People have been wanting to ask me about being on or whatever. So I definitely want to get that um that down for that. But um, if you ever want to be on, hit me up, let me know. Um, you have to download the Anchor app, you know what I mean? Like, and we can just do it right over the phone or whatever, and it all matches together. But, again, I appreciate all the support from you guys or whatever. I noticed this podcast is a little, you know, a little out there or whatever. But, you know what I mean? I'm working on it. So, with that being said, thanks, guys, for your support. And y'all have a great fucking Friday.